are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a special weekend edition of the podcast. We continue our player countdown series today, and we're actually going to do something special today. It's more of a memorial edition. That's a bad word probably to say, but we're going to talk about Mo Longy. No longer on the roster, but near and dear to BYU fans' hearts no, nonetheless. Number 60, the Tongan Mountain himself. I know he's not an active player for BYU, but I still feel like we needed to talk about him on today's edition of the podcast. As we get to day number 60 in our countdown towards the Holy War, we've gone through 40 days of this. We're almost halfway there, folks. It's getting close. It's exciting times. And thanks again for downloading the show. A reminder for you guys that this show is available on all the major podcast platforms. You, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find this show, Locked On Cougars. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and the Himalaya Podcast app, just to name some of them. Check us out. Follow along. Make sure to hit that follow button. Give us a good rating and review if you don't mind as well. It really does help get the word out of the podcast just with the algorithms that these podcatchers use. So thanks in advance for doing that. And with that, let's get going. This is the June 30th edition of the Locked on Cougars podcast. Hi guys, I'm Jay Cash, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network, and it's a blast to be with you on a weekend edition of the show. We're talking today about Moteki Ailangi, formerly of the BYU football program, had to retire earlier this offseason due to lingering injury concerns, but the man who really thought people thought were legitimately getting trolled when he signed with BYU before going on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Well, he's still near and dear to BYU fans' hearts. He wore number 60 in his short time as a BYU Cougar, had the opportunity to come to school at BYU, get an education. He would have been a redshirt sophomore this year, if I'm not mistaken, but lingering injury concerns, like I said, have ended his career. He'll finish his career with a medical uh, diagnosis, essentially, uh, or a medical disqualifiment that gives him his scholarship, but he will not be playing football. So he'll be able to finish his degree at BYU scot-free. He'll be able to get the, get the education that he came for, and that's a great deal for him. A guy who came from Tonga and just a crazy story. A six foot seven, 410-pound, massive human being. All of a sudden came out of obscurity to really surprise people. He had that big snarling picture uh, be right, they took right before going into the, into the MTC. Uh, came home from a mission, a little bit overweight. Really worked himself to lose some weight. Saw some action on PAT duty as a freshman for BYU. And the hope was for him, I think, that everybody hoped that one day he'd be able to play meaningful reps for BYU. And I think that would have been the ultimate goal. I've talked about on this podcast, if he was healthy at all, or other podcasts I've done that include BYU, that if he ever was able to get on the field and contribute in any meaningful way, be an absolute win for BYU. Unfortunately, it doesn't appear that is going to be the case because he has had his career cut short due to injury. But nonetheless, I think he's been a good representative of BYU. He came here, he's gotten married, he'll be finishing his degree, and I think he'll move on to do bigger and better things. He never had a bad thing to say about BYU. The people that I knew that interviewed him He always was grateful for the opportunity that Bronco Mendenhall extended to him before Bronco moved on to Virginia. And Kalani Satake kind of carried that on when he became the head coach of BYU, keeping that scholarship there for Mo Longy. 
And I think he'll be a, a, it'll be a blessing in his life. And I think it'll be a blessing in the life in, the, in his family's life. And he's able to go out and get a college education. He comes from a small village in, in Tonga. And I think he's going to go back there having had an incredible experience. He served a mission here in the States. He has done so much in, in a relatively short life at this point. But all things considered, the media sensation that was Mo Longi, it's over, it's done with, but it's never to be forgotten if you're a BYU fan. And I think that most BYU fans can really appreciate what he did in a BYU uniform. The representative he was for the Cougars, he still is. And hopefully he's able to move on and do something productive with his time. We'll see how it shakes out for him, and we'll make sure to update you on anything that comes out. But I would expect that in the, at the bare minimum, you'll probably still see him around the program during his time finishing up school at BYU. Maybe we'll see him out of practice, etc., but he will not be playing. So day number six, he to count you down towards the Holy War. Wanted to talk a little bit about Mo Longy. Lingering injury concerns, a neck injury, and I think some other lingering ailments forced him to retire, but... I think that the story about Mo Longi, it didn't have a happy ending. Let's, let's be real. It didn't have the, the Rudy ending that we all wanted it to have or most people wanted it to have. But all things considered, I think he has won. He's been better for his experience. I think BYU's been better for having him on in the program, around the program. And here's hoping that going forward, he continues, continues to do great things. So there you go. Day number six, he was counting down towards the Holy War. Moteki Ai Longi. Formerly of the BYU football program, I know we've been doing active players for BYU, but I felt like Mo, uh, with his kind of just media frenzy that was around him to start his career at BYU and everything that's been talked about, I still felt like we needed to talk about him today. We'll be back with full edition tomorrow, talking about Thomas Schof, one of BYU's most loyal soldiers along the offensive line, and soldiers probably too strong of a term to use there, but I'm using it nonetheless. We'll talk about Thomas Schof on tomorrow's edition of the show as we get back to full editions, but thank you guys once again for downloading the show. Please follow along, give us a good rating and review, and a reminder for you guys, when you do get in your car, you're driving to and from work, making your commute, driving your kids to piano lessons, whatever you're doing, when you get in your car, plug in your phone and tell it, play podcast Locked on Cougars. That way you can always stay up to date with the latest and greatest in BYU news. Thanks again for joining us on this special weekend edition of the podcast. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. This has been Locked on Cougars for June 30th. Starting a new month tomorrow. This has been, once again, the Locked on Cougars podcast for June 30th, 2019.